0: You're listening to Jesus Unfiltered with Eddie D. and Nicole. On today's episode, we talk about how we landed on the name Jesus Unfiltered, and what we hope to accomplish through the publishing of this podcast and spreading the gospel in a unique and creative way. Now, Jesus Unfiltered with Eddie D. and Nicole. What's up everybody? I'm Eddie D. Welcome to the Jesus Unfiltered podcast. Um, we finally settled on our name. Probably settled on it from week one. but just kept trying to see what else is going I'm to be. Sure. Yeah, but um, but this is Jesus Unfiltered podcast, and um, we're just going to talk a little bit about what we're doing while we're here. We may get into a topic or two. We just was talking about something earlier. I might want to come back into that. <laughs> I was. I wasn't that conversation. while you playing? Um,
1: <laughs> of course you were. <laughs> I mean, it no, it wasn't. really.
0: I think that's a worthy conversation to have. To be honest with you, um, it's all the, the whole premise of the show. Why are you playing? Um, let me turn this off because it's all extra loud and stuff. Feels
1: good. Um,
0: don't it though? Um, but so um, you know, for a while. Um, Nicole and I have um, had several types of conversations um, about God, about relationship with him and the things of this world and everything else in between. And for a long time, we, I, I, can, I can say that I remember us saying that we wish that we could have these conversations with other people. That a lot of things that we talk about are things that most Christians are not ready to talk about not ready to deal with, especially in church settings. Um, and so we would have these these crazy thoughts and these crazy ideas and ground them in scripture, like we would ground them in the gospel, um, that we weren't trying to be outlandish or trying to be off the wall. Everything we were saying was lining up with the gospel of Jesus Christ as far as God, you know, had revealed to us. But we didn't feel we could have these kinds of conversations with anybody else but us. And so, about two months ago, maybe, um, you know, I felt the, the the need for us to to talk about the Lord and to share our faith with others. Um, but I didn't want to go back. To, I didn't want to go back to doing a church. Like I think that was always the issue for me. Is is always we need to do a church. We need to do a ministry. We need to do this. Da, 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 da. We need to build this and get people and all this kind of stuff. All this kind of stuff. And, you know, God showed me that, you know, we done did a whole year and a half of podcasting. I've done podcasts. We've done all these video things. And so why can't we just have a conversation and talk about the things that God has shown us and the things that he's revealed to us and, you know, and share those things with people? Because at the end of the day, that's what sharing the gospel is all about. It's about having conversations and being able to share with people the real Jesus, not the denominational, mm-hmm. the, the 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 watered down, the you know, firing brimstone or put in the box type Jesus. But let's just talk about him real, raw, and uncut. And so that um, is essentially what the podcast is for me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, that's basically it. Um, in a nutshell, I know that. You know, growing up, you know, nothing nothing wrong with, you know, how I grew up or anything like that. But, you know, it's just when you're a kid and you're growing up, you know, you sometimes feel like, um, you know, who am I to question such and such? Or who am I to, you know, um, question the pastor or question, you know, my parents about something that I've heard or something that I'm not sure of? And so... Um, you know a lot of people when they're growing up <clears throat> you know they're basically kind of silenced you know you know a lot of times not by by force but you know sometimes a fear or you know of not wanting to hurt someone's feelings or something like that and so <clears throat> I think that a lot of people a lot of kids they may have all of these questions but you know are sometimes fearful to, uh, to speak up you know and that's why Eddie and I like we raise our kids so different I feel like we raise them differently like we, we raise them um, to, to speak up to ask questions to not hold and bottle stuff in because my thing is if you hold it and you bottle it in you'll never get the right answer you'll never get an answer or you'll go to people who you know know nothing about it um, themselves but then try to give you an answer and lead you the wrong way and so like that's what we teach our children, you know, speak up, don't, you know, think of something and then question it and then be afraid to share it or ask because we're only going to give you the truth, we're only going to be real and honest and not lead you wrong. So um, I know that I'm excited about this podcast because, like, I don't remember all the questions I had as a kid, but, you know, some of those questions... Like, they have, like, kind of stirred back up. And so, um, I know that I've asked you questions, you know, before, and sometimes, to this day, you know, even adults, you know, it's still kind of scary to ask those questions. You gotta think to yourself, oh, darn. Can I ask this person this question? Should I ask this person this question? Well, I know this person's character, and I know how they feel about certain things, so maybe I can't ask this person this question. But it's always good, and it feels very freeing to have someone in your life where you're like, okay, I can ask this person this question, not take it personal, not take offense to it, Mm. but know that it's just a question of curiosity Mm. that I have within myself and I'm just looking for an answer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's always good to have those people in your life and if you don't have those people in your life, then come watch Jesus Jesus unfiltered ask those questions and I promise you we like try to answer them as, as, as best as we can. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, that's that's what the podcast is for me and why I'm excited about it and why I feel that, you know, I mean, questions are I mean, they're they're important, and so I feel like they're needed in life because if you don't ask, you won't know, Mm -hmm. and then you'll just be blindly led by, you know, false truth. You know what I'm saying? TikTok and Mm -hmm. Facebook and the social media, and that itself is very disturbing because then you have kids who are questioning these things, and then social media is leading them in the wrong direction. Mm -hmm. So, like I said, it's always good to have those people in your life who you can ask these questions and, you know, not be judged um, in a bad way because you have those questions in mind.
0: Right. Yeah, I I think that's part of the part It's part of the the reason why it's been very difficult even for me to um, like find. (coughs) a good set of what people would consider Christian friends because um, a lot of the questions that I have or a lot of the things that fascinate me about the faith are things that people would consider taboo. You know, thinking about how we were talking about earlier about, you know, faith and sexuality and what all that entails. Um, Looking at the, you know, how, you know, faith, you know, in, in, you know, Thinking about what 10,000 years from now is going to really be like and, you know, um, trying to figure out how to raise our children, you know, in the world that we live in and allow them the freedom to choose how they want to um, serve Christ rather than trying to just force feed Christ to them, Um, allowing them to make up their own minds and, and not just put them in ministry. Um, just because we were in ministry, not just wanting to put them in this, that, and that and the third yeah. um, and, 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 and things like that. I think that this podcast, um, if nothing else, just gives us an opportunity to be able to share the nuances of faith, um, you know, talk, go, go, even, go, even go, it's going so far as to go back to the beginning, going back to the fundamentals. Like, you know, trying to really understand and unpack what the faith is really about. Because I was thinking, I was thinking about this in church this morning, Mm -hmm. that, um, you know, when the pastor was talking about, you know, there are 350 different things that the Old Testament says that, that Christ is going to be. And Jesus, for him to even fulfill 10 of those things is pretty remarkable, And and in court, how that would stand up, if you got 10 things that a person said he was going to do and he did them, that would be pretty, pretty bulletproof for your case. You can get 10. Jesus got all 350. (laughs) Like, he had all 350 of them. And, like, even with all of the preponderance of evidence, people still don't believe. They still don't believe. And part of the reason, though it's not all the reason, but part of the reason why people still don't believe in him is because of the package through which people give people people give people people give Jesus. Sometimes the packaging is such to where people can't receive Him, and so a lot of times I I have come to I've come to the understanding that a lot of people don't want to hear about Jesus, whether regardless of whether they're going to accept Him or reject Him. That's not on us. That that's not the packaging is not going to determine whether somebody believes or not. At the end of the day, God's got to get in there. So I don't want to in any way say that the package is the problem. But what I'm saying is a lot of times when I talk to people about Jesus, when I talk to people about what they know about Jesus, all they know is the packaging. They don't know him. They know the packaging. So they know that that Jesus was used as the slave as the slave man master's manual to get the slaves to act right in the from 1619 all the way to you know slavery got abolished. That's all they know mm-hmm. about the packaging. How people how people used, used exactly. They don't they so they don't know Jesus. They don't know that Jesus would have seen what happened in sixteen nineteen and been like, it, no, this is not you are not representing me right. I'm sorry. Let's, let's, let's back up. <laughs> They're all that down because this is not what, but it's not who I am, it's not what I'm about. And then, when you go through a lot of denominations and you look at a lot of the doctrines that they've built up and the reasons that they exist, and this and a third, Jesus would come down right now and say, No, that ain't it. No, this isn't it. No, this is not what I meant. No, y'all got it wrong. And so, on repeat, I hear a lot of people regurgitating and spitting out for the reason that they don't believe in Jesus. Is the same reason that Jesus would have tore that down. Like what? why you don't believe in Jesus. Is the reason you should believe in him. Because the very thing that you hate. Is the very thing he came to destroy. Now it's not going to be destroyed completely. Until Jesus comes back. But the very things that people are upset. About Christ for. Are the very things that he himself. Would have denounced and destroyed himself. So sometimes. So not sometimes. The reason why, you know, this podcast matters so much to me is because my hope, prayer and expectation is that we're able to present an unfiltered Jesus, Mm -hmm. not one that's been prettied up and packaged in Baptist doctrine. Or a one that's been, you know, um, that's the boy, vo- yeah. come on now, you know, the, 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 like I don't want to whitewash it. I don't want him to be pristine and pretty. I don't want to just preach grace. No, we're going to talk about the wrath too, but you know, I want it to be a fully fleshed out Jesus, you know, where, you know, like we said last week, you know, the, 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 all they want to do is preach God is love. But God, in order for God to be loved, he's got to be wrath too. Cause just like we love our kids, if somebody would do something to our kids, they're gonna see the love we have for our kids by the rap we show. Mm-hmm. And so then
1: it's, it's you
0: who said that, right? Yeah, no, yeah. I, well, I stole it from somebody. I ain't gonna lie. Um, but Matt Chandler said it, but I stole it from him. Um, and yeah. so, um, and so in that same way, I, the the Jesus we present—that's what I want. That's what I want from the podcast. Mm-hmm. Is that we're presenting an unfiltered Jesus, so that people can then, pe- for who hears it. And don't have a walk with him, or for those who do but have been skeptical because of the things they see, for us to be able to say, this is the real Jesus. Uncut, un, un, unfiltered, raw, uh, um, unblemished, and now make up your mind. Now decide whether or not you want to follow him or not. Like, take, strip away all the Baptist doctrine. strip away all the, you know... um evangelical doctrine strip away all of the history and the atrocities that people use when they weapon weaponize Christianity um <laughs> I <laughs> <You're> okay, <laughs> <No>. okay. <laughs> I know um, that, that you know but when messed <laughs> me all the way up but they went when they weaponized Christ for their own gain mm-hmm. strip all of that away take all that off the table and now we just have Jesus. Now, will you, will you accept him or, reje- or reject him?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I was watching a TikTok video, um, and um, um, Pastor Mike, I think his name is Mike Todd, um, was talking about how, you know, in order for us to submit to the kingdom, we have to sometimes submit to things that we don't like. And, some, and the, thing, the things that bother us about Christianity are sometimes the reasons why we won't believe. And we'll call to other Christians and be like, well, if your God is so great, why this, why this, why that? And, you know, what, what, is, your, what is your position or what do you believe yourself? And it's like, dude, I, I, it's not about my opinion.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's about what God's decided. I love how Mike Todd put it. Like, it's not about my opinion. Mm-hmm. I'm not preaching my opinion. Yeah. It's not about what I think. It's about what God has decided. And because he decided this, if I'm going to submit to the kingdom, I have to submit to what he decided about things. And that's the wor- and the, and the problem that we live in in our world today is that everything is filtered, uh, filtered <laughs> through the culture. Yeah, This is what the culture wants. <laughs> so now the church yeah. has a really big problem of being filtered through the culture. Yeah. And so everything about Christ now has to be prettied up, has to be politically correct. Has to not offend anybody, not hurt anybody, in order to keep the funds and keep the people, and not be shamed or canceled on, you know, on the social medias or anything like that. And what he was saying is, we can, we as Christians we cannot allow the culture to dictate how we feel, mm-hmm. or or no no well I'm sorry not how we feel, but to dictate what we do because not because right. And like a lot of times, a lot of times we present Christ that way Mm -hmm. because we are afraid of what presenting the truth about him is going to do to us. Yeah. And so, so again, I love how he put it where if we're going to be in the, if we're going to be in the kingdom, we have to be under submission to the kingdom and everything that the kingdom requires of us. Mm -hmm. And so for me, again, the reason why the podcast is, is, is important to me is because I hope and my prayer and expectation is that we're presenting the true Jesus unfiltered so that people can then see them see him for themselves without all the filters without all the political affiliations without all of the the, 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 the culture you know prettied up, dolled up stuff and just really see the true gritty Grimy, dirty Jesus for who He is and what He did to save us from from our sins and our um and our shortcomings, our shortcomings, and then make up your mind.
1: Yeah.
0: So, yeah. In a yeah, I'm
1: not to think
0: up. I really want to get back to that conversation we were having though, because That conversation was dope. That conversation was so dope. I'm gonna talk about it, dog. It. So we were talking earlier about this. Um, I don't, I don't know how. How did we even get on the subject?
1: I don't
0: know. Somehow he we had got on the subject of churches like teaching different types of things. I can't remember. I can't remember what it was. God, I wish I remember where, where we were coming from with that. Um, but anyway, there was this one church in particular that was teaching you know sexual activity among couples well now i can't even say it was among couples they were just teaching it period and what had gone so far as to have like live demonstrations on stage of you know performing sexual acts to try to teach their um their um their parishioners and whoever came to the workshop how to you know perform these sexual acts and so the question that we were asking was where does the where is the line drawn you know when it comes to christians trying to teach other christians about things let alone sexuality mm-hmm. and so and so that's where it began
1: because i mean because i mean reality sex is not wrong y'all right there it's wrong and it is not wrong just like, everything you know, else, just everything like everything else,
0: else, you know, any, any, any good thing can turn into a God, into a, into a bad thing. Exactly. If you allow it to become more important than God himself.
1: Yeah. And so, you know, I know there are a lot of times when, you know, some people just want to, you know, learn, you know, how can I do this? How can I please my partner? How can I, how can this be done? What is this? You know, and, you know, as adults, I think that's one of the questions, you know, you're probably afraid to ask because it's like, oh, man, I'm an adult. I should know things like this. But how mm-hmm. are you going to know things, once again, if you don't ask, if you're not taught? You know what I'm saying? And I'm not, I'm not saying that you have to be taught like... Like...
0: Live demonstrations. <laughs> yeah,
1: you know? <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm saying I can... T- I, oh my gosh, I can learn what I've been doing. I can learn how to cook something, not by somebody physically and actually showing me, but I can go to Pinterest and learn how to cook something just Mm -hmm. by reading the directions or whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so, I think that was just one of my questions. Like, well, not my question but it was just a curiosity you know um sorry it was just a curiosity of like, I say it like that. <laughs> because i was talking about being curious earlier okay <clears throat> um just a curiosity like i think that one it should i mean i mean i do feel that it should be a line drawn because yeah being of course like, you know
0: Cause I mean, going back to what we said before with intent and stuff. Like you yeah. know, if if you want to, if you want to do a workshop that talks about intimacy among Christian couples,
1: nothing wrong. There's with
0: nothing that. wrong with that. But they had taken it too far to where they were doing live demonstrations on stage. And
1: like you said, I like your um, suggestion. You know, there should be like a, um, you should be like certified and you know all that kind of stuff. They weren't. You know, they were just pastors. And, right. You know, and, oh, and
0: and I'm glad you said that. And, and, and but we're gonna get back on it. But can, what we what what needs that? What we need to really be mindful of is that just because you got pastor behind your name does not, not make you. you it does not
1: certified. make you certified to teach sex. It does not make you certified to counsel. To counsel. It doesn't make you certified to be um to be a financial a doctor, or a financial you know, person. health guru, that does not none make of that stuff. Good. Like it I mean, does not make you you can you can
0: give good advice. Yes, but but a lot of times and I and I ran into this, but just because I'm a pastor, people automatically assume I got to be a counselor. You got some great pastors who are terrible counselors, okay? Terrible. The last person you need to be asking advice from is that Joker over there. And it's not because he's a bad person. You just, he's not a good communicator when it comes to stuff. And so. But can give a speech. Give a, a good lecture. speech and a good orator. Because and it's one. It's one. Come on. Yeah, right. But you're talking about you know, trying to have a nuanced conversation about things. They are not the best when it comes to stuff like that. So, you know, I'm not saying that people need to be specialized or anything like that per se. Mm-hmm. But what I, but, but, yeah, but, okay, yeah, I am saying. Then, yeah. filter, right? <laughs> Sometimes, yo, you need to check who you're te- who you're getting your advice from. Mm-hmm. Check who you're getting your counsel from because just because somebody has title behind a pastor behind their name does not mean that they are automatically all these other things too. That's no, num- that's number one. So going back to what you were saying, like you know these pastors who put on these workshops, like. You know, the tendency is for us to just take their word as gold, but, you know, for something like, you know, intimacy and relationships and, and sexuality and stuff, if you were going to you're gonna set a shop up like that, one, you need to figure out how many people actually can be in this thing and it still be, you know, good sign-ups and stuff, to, and then you need to have, like, live professionals, teaching that thing and you mm-hmm. need to make sure that everybody's safe <laughs> everybody's protected and that the intent doesn't change because mm-hmm. you have, cause, cause in a situation like that where they would just get up and just doing everything they did under the sun and, and no one questioned them because they the pastor and first lady you don't know what people's intents were going in there and like I was telling Nicole earlier the last thing I would want somebody to do is if I'm giving a live demonstration now they can't get their mind off me mm-hmm. and it's, so it's no longer about trying to be intimate with you know this person are trying to be intimate with that person. Instead, it's all about now I'm fantasizing about my demonstrator, and I'm trying to do it like my, de- my like my demonstrator. I'm trying to be like the de- I'm trying to. Oh my gosh! I'm trying to make you act like the demonstrator acted. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, if I can, if you don't do that, then that means that we failed, mm-hmm. or that you're not that you don't love me right, and all this kind of stuff. And so it's like in situations like that, like you 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 can't just you assume that because I'm a pastor or a first lady that I know what I'm talking about. Exactly. Like and, and I see and I feel like a lot of times that goes back to what we said before. Go ahead.
1: I mean that's Let's even that's even with the word, Eddie. Like I mean, yeah, you go to church, you know, assuming that the pastor knows what he's talking about and, you know, you're trusting in that word and everything. But I, I, even even when you've given me scripture and not discrediting you or anything like that or saying that I don't trust you, but you gotta go gotta back go. and read it for yourself. Gotta go. You gotta go back and read it for yourself uh, yes. because my thing is I love how the word like you just go back, you just go to one verse and read it, and then you go back like a day, week later, and you read it again, and it's something you get something totally different out of it, or someone is reading that verse and then you go to it and you get something totally different. out of I've done that before. Like, sitting in church and I hear this verse and then something like what the pastor is saying is totally different from what I'm thinking and not saying that he's wrong, but God is giving me something different mm-hmm. about it. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So you have to no matter who it is, you have to go back and read and study that thing for yourself. The yes. same way with what we're talking about, as far as you know, sex and all that. Like,
0: mm-hmm. yeah,
1: somebody can tell you something, but, but that's, just because somebody tells you something doesn't make it right for you. For
0: you, exactly. Especially when we're talking, especially if you're talking about bodies, because everybody is, is different. different. And everybody responds, right, responds, responds different. Is different. Yeah. You know, you can't do something for one person <laughs> and think it's going to work for every person. And again, the fear is that now that I've shown you how to do it, now you got to go do it. And, and now it don't you work. And don't work because the person's body is different from the person who was doing and the so demonstration. Something now you think something's wrong you, with you. Right. Math and ain't math now. math now. And now you mad with all the while, if you would have actually gone to a real professional, they would have told you the first thing you need to do before you even try to be physical is y'all got to be connected emotionally and spiritually before you even think about trying to do anything physically like that because the, the emotional it makes make all the difference in the world when you want to be wanted when you know that you're wanted when you know that you're loved and know that you care for it makes things infinity percent easier and much more enjoyable it's not, it doesn't feel forced yeah, it doesn't feel like okay. We got to do this because you know it's time. Like it doesn't feel that way. I often talk about how you know grateful I am. You know that 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 our relationship is where it is because a lot of times even when we want to be like like physically intimate, we'll have those moments where it's just like you know what I can't even. Mm-hmm. I can't even um you know I can't I'm, I'm tired right now and you know and the fact and, and the truth is like that's great. Come lay down. And, and and that's intimacy, yeah. like that's connection. Where I don't have to force, you know, anything. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But in in everything that we do, there's intimacy and connection there. Mm-hmm. And so it's no longer about just two bodies doing what they do, but rather it's about us being connected holistically. So that every moment is an intimate moment. Exactly. Where yep. something as simple as us playing a video game can be a moment of intimacy yep. because of you know, that's what we do and that's how we connect and bond. And so, but again, I'm saying all that to say, like, if 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 you're not if there the, if you if you're just wanting to teach about sexuality and things, and you don't teach about the intimacy portion of it or or the, the biggest part, biggest component of it then you end up getting people more frustrated in the spirit. Yeah. You're frustrated in the spirit because now I don't feel connected to you. But the fact of the matter is we were trying to connect in a way that was not godly. It was all about physical connection mm-hmm. and it wasn't about the spirit. Exactly.
1: exactly.
0: But but again, it's because they the pastors and they the first ladies and they can do that. And, ooh, this looks like this will be fun. Y'all missing Y'all missing so much about that. And, again... You know, yes, that's something that needs to be talked about more. Um, more, I, I feel like it needs to be talked about more in the church because it's one of the least talked-about <clears throat> subjects about the human experience, to me. Mm-hmm. But it's but the people who are currently talking about it are spiritually, to me, spiritually immature in that area. Mm. So they don't know how to talk about it. They only know what they know. And so rather than actually trying to get more versed in it, you know, from objective perspectives and not just their own, their own perspective, it makes it more difficult to then teach it to 50,000 people. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's true. Yeah.
1: But yeah, I mean, I honestly, I think it would be really cool to go to like a sex education, like, workshop or something like that. Not to, like, because we're, I mean, we're fine. We're good. <laughs> but I, it just, it's, it's just something it's cool. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. That's just one of those things where, you know, like, you just sometimes, like, wonder, like, what do other people think, you know? And not trying to, like, gain more ideas or like step or maybe, out or do anything or, maybe game or like or, okay you know, or not maybe. like to step out or anything like that but sometimes I am just curious as to how other people think
0: mm-hmm. like even
1: why I got that parenting book mm-hmm. not saying that we're doing a bad job at parenting mm-hmm. it's just I think it's just cool to read like some of these things that we've already been doing. Mm -hmm. You know? It's almost like a confirmation, but even if I read something that we haven't been doing or that they say we're doing wrong, that doesn't mean that it's wrong for us. Like, because everybody is, I feel like a lot of times everybody is writing about, you know, their own experience or you know their mm-hmm. own knowledge about things mm-hmm. and the fact that they're not in our situation or our position mm-hmm. is different because we're not in the same position as some others some mm-hmm. some others are like in a different world than us to be honest with you yep. and so <clears throat> just to read about some of these things and even if we wanted to just like with the book or with sex if we wanted to try some of those things mm-hmm. you know it's i don't think i don't think there's anything Wrong with that as long as we are on the same page right it. that's right. the most important as long as we're in sync right. about that which
0: means and we agree on things. Which means going back to the show that we watched two weekends ago, we gotta, we gotta talk. We gotta talk. And that's the problem with a lot of people, period. We don't know how to talk to each other anymore. Or rather, we have not we 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 have the capability of talking. We just choose not to. And I think you started saying this earlier. Our pride can sometimes get in the way of having, of having conversations with each other about the things that we want to do, want to try, or whatever. And God tells us that he doesn't give us the spirit of fear, the power, love, and a sound mind, and further that the truth will make us free. And so a lot of times we're not operating in our own power yeah. because of fear. <clears throat> fear of what they might say. Fear of what they might think. Fear of what they might do. Fear of hearing the word no. I don't want them to tell me no. And so a lot of times we won't even communicate those things that we want to learn, want to try, want to, you know, think about, think about other perspectives because we want to be either right so badly or we don't want to be told we're wrong so badly. Or, you know, we want to keep doing things with the way we've always done them that we won't even consider. that mm-hmm. there may be a different way. There might be a better way. There might be a more godly way. Like you were talking about with... Um, um, earlier about, you know, different I think this is where the conversation started from. Like, you know, with for different churches having like different ways that's what that's where it started. We were talking about how different churches have different ways of talking, uh, or teaching the Bible or um, or singing songs. Oh yeah. And we talking yeah, about yeah. how they were singing songs. And how um, you know, every um, every church oh, okay. is different. So every church, every is, church different is different. And they teach, it, um,
1: they teach their ways, their methods of teaching may be different, but as long as they're teaching the truth, they're teaching the and truth. Then we started talking about, you know,
0: yeah, like how some have some churches will end up thinking that their way is the only way, way is and so criticizing. They, they criticize. Yeah, they criticize other methods, and it's like, dude. You know, there's nothing wrong with any of it. There was this another TikTok video that I saw of a pastor who was preaching and he was talking about how thing how, you know, um how who okay, I'm gonna try not to mess this up because he said it so good. He said he went into the book of Samson and he looked at how Samson took a bone took a the boat the jawbone of a donkey and he used that jawbone of a thon- a donkey to kill one thousand people. One thousand people were killed with this donkey bone. And once he was done with the donkey bone he threw the donkey bone away it's donkey bone, donkey bone. <laughs> <laughs> and so and so he said that really fascinated him because because if you think about anything if you use if it works well you want to hold on to it you want to keep it you want to you know you want to hold on to that thing because it could probably kill 10,000 more mm-hmm. but he, he <clears throat> did what it was designed to do and he threw the bone away when he was done with it. And he said, what do we do? When there's something that we do that's successful, we we repeat it. And sometimes we repeat it so much that we'll try to recreate it. And we'll recreate it to the point where we'll start to market it. And we start to market it so we can sell it. And we sell it so we can then turn it into a trade. Mm -hmm. And that's why trades are traditions. Dang. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because he was saying it worked. For the time period and the method that it was working for. But then we get we forget what we needed it for in the first place. So now we're saying that this is the only way by which to do what we wanted to do. When Samson could have killed those people any other way. And still killed them. He, he could have he used a, a, a bow. He could have used a sword. He could have used a lance. But in that time he used donkey, the donkey, the jawbone of a donkey. Killed the people, then threw the jawbone away. He was done. It was done. It was finished. It was accomplished. It's not that who's to say that that same jawbone would have helped him kill the next thousand. Who knows? But the point is that the, a different method could have still given the same result. But we get so caught up in the method that we think that if another method comes that does the same thing that, it, that, that our method did in the 60s, then we're doing it wrong. Because we're not using the same method that was used back in the 60s today. Mm-hmm. Even though today's method is going to produce the same result mm-hmm. that the 1960s method produced in the 60s. Mm-hmm. And so he was saying, you know, that we got to get out of our way, get out of our own way, and allow, the, allow God to be God. Yeah. And however he chooses to show up, to deliver his people, to set people free, to, you know, redeem people from their sins, to, to move them forward in the kingdom. We got to get out of God's way, not our way. Get out of God's way. And we'll sometimes take what God used back then and think that that's the only way. And it's not. I love how Paul said in the word when he said, and I, we said this, I think, last week. I wish there was a way for me to be at everybody's house at once. And preach this gospel. It's 2023. And Paul's vision has come to life. We can now be in everybody's house. And we be right here in the comforts of our own home. And give the gospel. And so, you know, now if Paul would have seen us doing this. Would he have gotten upset? Because, well, that's not how I did it back in three. (laughs) How we did it back in five. (laughs) I would hope not. I would hope he'd be like, yes. Finally, this is what I've been wanting to do. I ain't gotta go nowhere. I can stay at the house and give the word to everybody. Like I'm finally able to do what I've been wanting to do. Like I, so I think about that, and and it, and it again, it hurt, it breaks my heart to see so many people who are so who are so stuck in. I want to do it my way. I want to. I want it done the way that I did it when I was growing up. It's like, no, dude, we, we, can't keep, we can't keep operating that way. Because, oh, my gosh. I feel like I'm preaching. Because if you consider, consider what happened in 2020, right? The pandemic hit. Mm-hmm. How many businesses failed?
1: Many we talked about that on the way home.
0: Yes, because they could not, they were not prepared for extinction level event like the pandemic.
1: Yeah.
0: And so they failed. And they failed because they didn't have the infrastructure or they didn't have the business model or they didn't have the technology. They didn't have the help, the money, whatever, in order to move forward. So the businesses that stayed alive and thrived are the ones that adapted. They said, listen, we got to go to Zoom. So we're Zooming now. We're they were able to. They were able to Zoom. Some
1: businesses weren't we're, able to.
0: And that's my point. And that's my point. Like, some businesses were doomed to fail because they were not set up. Or designed for uh, for a pandemic-like situation. And, you know, that's what I was going to get my PhD on. I was going to talk about that whole thing. But it's like... You should still do it. Maybe. So, you know, with those businesses, like, they had to adapt so they could continue moving. Why is it that the church is the only place where we won't do that? Where it feels like anyway. Because there's some churches that...
1: Some yes. churches, churches are gone. Are gone.
0: They, they are gone. But
1: then there are
0: others that are like, nah, we're going to do it like we did back in 1846 when we laid the first brick down because this is the way it's there. always Nobody been. Show up. Nobody show up, though, and I don't understand why they're not showing up.
1: You know, but know, I keep asking, how can we get more well, people We need to people out in the community and we need to do that. You can do
0: that. You can do that. You can. Or, you know, we could try this way, too. Just saying, you know, go find where they're at TikTok, <laughs> Facebook, you know.
1: Meet them where meet they them are, where they are. Not try to get them to come to us. Us
0: exactly, you because know. You know. In
1: reality, are they going to come to us?
0: Come on now, no. And why are they not coming to us? Because we're not flashy. We don't have all the special freebies and stuff. But what we do have is what we've always said: we got the gospel, and the gospel will do the work. If we present it to the people where they are, where they are. And so that's why, again, it's like, you know, if we can get past wanting to do things our way and just preach an unadulterated gospel, the gospel will do the work. Yeah. It will do the work. Now, again, we got to get out of our way. It, it, oh, my gosh. Like this morning at, during worship service, I about wanted to bust out in tears. and They started singing the greatest, like, Thy faithfulness. Yeah. Because I was like, dude, that's what I've been saying forever. Take that same old lyric and put some different music behind it. Same song. Same
1: message. Same
0: message. It's the same freaking lyrics, word for word. They didn't change the not a lyric to the song. They saw all the four the verses. Songs, exactly. They changed the, the, music the instruments, it, the drums, but, the, but the same words. Same words. Nah, because they didn't do 404, 8S7SD, what a friend. Like, now, so, it's like, y'all keep, we keep missing the forest for the trees. Same song, same message, just packaged in a different way. We
1: keep missing the (sighs) trees. Them too, in bushes.
0: right? <laughs> so it's like, so again, it's like for me, that's why. Um, again, going back to what we said at the very beginning, at, at the top, like that's why this this podcast is so is important to me, because I feel like it gives us an opportunity to. I, hmm, I remember the song that we used to sing a lot. Um, when we first heard it, and and for years we used to listen to it all the time. Free to worship, you know. Mm-hmm. We feel. Fi- Yes, yes. I feel like this space gives us the freedom to, to, to give give people Jesus the way that God has given it to us to give them.
1: Yeah.
0: I feel like, and I can, I'll talk about myself, I feel like, you know, I'm grateful that I got to be a pastor, but it was never in the cards for me to be one. Not for not the way that not the way that people want me to, wanted wanted me to be or the way that people designed pastoring to be. That was never my that was never meant for me, and the reason being is because you know the message that we have is too great to be reduced to a church. Now maybe someday in life God will turn that thing around and put us in a place like transformation or cross point or something. Yeah, you know, right, right. <coughs> I heard that. But um. But at the end of the day, you know, my, my intention, my intention is to, is to herald the truth. Like I don't have and I, and I'm saying I'm so, it took forever to finally figure this out. Cause you had said said it me so many doggone times. I don't have to be in the pastor of a church. We don't have to be leaders of a ministry in order to give people Jesus. Cause Jesus didn't set up, didn't set us up to just run 501c3 organizations. He sent us on mission to just speak the truth wherever we go, in whatever capacity that He has us in. That He has us in. And so I'm grateful that God has given us the technology to be able to give this, give people the word. He's given us access to give people the word. Mm-hmm. We go, we can put it on Spotify, put it on Apple Music, all that. Which we're gonna do. Which we're gonna do. So now that we got everything together, you know, I'm gonna put episodes one through four should be on there by by sometime mid midweek. Um. And um and we just keep just give people Jesus, just give them Jesus, true, unfiltered, unfiltered, you know. And see, and 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 let God work. It don't matter whether we see it or not. You yeah. say to me all the time, it don't matter whether we see the results or not. But we just let it happen. Yeah. <laughs> let it happen. So yeah, man. So that, that's all. That's all for the Um. <laughs> Again, we're, gonna, um, I'm gonna, we''re gonna upload these um, and every episode after this will be uploaded on the Spotify Apple music wherever you get your podcast um, and so be looking forward to hearing um, more from us and you know we're just grateful to be part of, the, of, of your listening you know pleasure and we hope that this helps edify those who do walk with God and for those who don't that it touches your heart you want to get closer to him. And um, may God be glorified in either way because it's it is not about us, it is all about God. And we're just happy to share with Him, share with you what we know of Him um, because of what He shared with us um, when He saved us. All right. Well, listen, y'all, take care of yourselves. Be we well. Um, my wife and I used to say this on an old podcast, so we're going to put it on this one too. You can't see the good, you the good. Love you guys.